Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, what's going on? Welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby. Thanks so much for tuning in today, this week, this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whatever you're doing. Washing your hair, driving your car, going for a walk or a run, or just sitting around drinking your coffee, watching your kids play. Wherever you are, I am so grateful that you bring me with you and love hearing your feedback of when you're listening, what you take away from these episodes. It means so much to me. And if you do love this podcast and the content that I bring here, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and just leave a rating and review. You go to Apple Podcasts, scroll right down on my show. It takes two seconds. Leave an honest rating and review. It would mean the world to me. All right, so we're going to jump into today's topic and it's just going to be about something really exciting that I have going on in my world. We happen to jump on the chicken wagon. (laughs) Yes, we currently own four chickens and it can't kind of, okay, I've been talking about chickens for a long time. I've grown up with chickens since my high school days. Um, when my mom got remarried and eventually we they bought a home with more land, they had gotten some hens. And it was my job to like lock them up at night or I don't even know, something like that. And sh- sure, I just did it. And I never really appreciated and valued the quality of those fresh eggs. Like I knew like, oh, those must be really good. But like now it's like that is a dream. I would love that. And you know, Back in those days, it wasn't a priority. It wasn't as much talked about, I feel like. And so I just I just kind of glazed over it, didn't really glossed over it, didn't really pay attention, didn't really value it, but um, it was just like, these chickens are so dumb. Like literally every time I would let them out, they would run towards the dog food. I'm like, you guys, what? why do you eat that? You're so dumb. <laughs> so um, I've been around chickens. I've been exposed to them, but now I've been married for 10 years and I've never had them in my own I've never had them at my own home I haven't taken care of them for that long um and yeah it just hasn't been a part of my world my parents now have like 19 acres of land and cows and pigs and chickens still and dog and cats and yeah three kids still at home so they are busy and have definitely so they moved so they've moved since I didn't grow up in this home that they live in they built it so um it's just it's so cool to to watch their journey and life unfold and the resources they have access to now and that now I can semi have access to because they have access to it so it's really neat when you can live life like that and have family and friends who 
Like if you know you need something that is maybe not in in the realm of your area or your connections, you can reach out to someone who might know someone. So that's what makes the world go round. I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, right? Um, so yeah, anyway, so we acquired some chickens now and technically, so we're not technically like zoned for our area, but over the, all these years that we've lived here, which is almost eight, we've noticed chickens popping up all over the place. And we're like, how in the world, like, you know, is everyone just getting away with it? <laughs> or what's the deal? So um, we we have a friend who's connected with the fire department and um, who actually I got the hens from. And they're not technically zoned. There's people in our neighborhood. And honestly, all we really needed to do was just talk to our neighbors that our yard kind of butts up against. So um, we our, our backyard basically connects right into and flows right into two of our neighbors. And so just wanted to be respectful and um, broach the topic. And they both were totally fine with it. And I was like, we're not going to let them roam around like because I don't want poop all over our grass because our kids play around. We don't have acres and acres like that to do that um and I don't definitely don't want it to get in my neighbor's yards because that's not I don't think that's kind and respectful so um you know we aren't going to have a rooster so there's that um we're not going to have noisy noisy hens so yeah that that's kind of um you know where we're at with that and I had a friend who I think she shared something online and anyway she was like I just found that we have baby chicks and now I have too many chickens or maybe I commented and I'm like oh they're so cute and she's like now I have too many because she has laying hens she had like in between hens like teenager ones and then she had these baby chicks and just way too many on her hands and I said oh does that mean I need to have a conversation with my husband and she was like yes I would you are definitely welcome to take some and it's not like it was a special time that it was like the right you know it, it just I guess happened that way where I was like hey my friend has some extra hens and I think we should take take a few and he was like you want chickens and I was like yeah can't be that hard he's like okay well and he's he was finishing up um studying for a big exam and so he's like well it's kind of in your territory in your wheelhouse you got to figure out your coop you got to figure out where we're going to put it um we kind of talked about that together um, but you know, you're kind of heading it up and I was like, great, no problem. Got it. <laughs> um, so we were both kind of looking at different coops and we just ended up finding like a $200 one. We, cause he, he didn't have any time to build. And honestly, lumber these days is expensive and this just gets us started. So we, I, I looked online at like marketplace for a few and I just, I couldn't land any. And I was like, you know what reason, you know, I was expecting maybe to spend one to 200 bucks on something that was decent just to get us started so that's what we did and we all spent time together um putting it together the fourth of july weekend and then we went and picked i went and picked up the hens and uh, my friend picked them out um i should find the names of the ones that i have um because she really likes to acquire hens that lay the pretty color eggs and um i'm totally down for that so I'm looking for the, <laughs> here we go. So the different kinds that we have are a turkin or a naked neck. We have an olive egger. So their eggs are like an olive green. 
Um, then we have like a golden colored one. This is my favorite one. It's an Americana. And then we have a blue copper um, Moran. So those are the different kinds we like if you're like a chicken enthusiast. Apparently some people have lists of the kinds of chickens they would get. I didn't. I didn't care. <laughs> At least right now I didn't. I just wanted our own fresh eggs and just to get our dip our toes in the water. And so that's what's really neat is I feel like we've just dipped our toes in slowly a little bit at a time like and again with the resources and connections like my parents raised a pig for us so we've got to we've dipped our toes into we finally um ventured into that with them and are still learning like different like who who we want to use for processing um and what are the different kind of cuts of meat that we like and maybe we're not we don't really want this much bacon or this much pork or ground pork or um whatever like it was all new to me and new to my family when we ordered um and then you know I've been gardening for years and we've just slowly added and enhanced it little by little over the years um we have now these chickens we have an outdoor cat and like yeah just all these little things uh, that we are no, it's not like a full-on homestead where we have like 10 acres and all the animals. And I don't think we desire to fully expand our life into that because that comes with a lot of responsibility that I don't know that we want to build our life around in terms of like having a dairy cow and having goats or whatever. Like Because if you leave your home, then you have to place that responsibility on other people. And um, it's a lot of things to leave. And we would love the freedom to be able to travel with our children. Um, So, you know, just having connections and the resources is important. Because then it does make it doable to live that way. Without having to own it all yourself. I mean, I would love to have both worlds, um, but I just I can't have both of that. So maybe maybe in a season down the road, who knows? Uh, I'm not going to say no forever. I'm definitely an open-minded person, but um, these chickens are definitely a step in the direction that I know we wanted to go. And my husband, he's been on board, um, but again, the brain space he had to enter into it was very little until um, just recently. And we so we built the coop, and then I'm you know, talking to my mom and I'm talking to my friend and like, what do you get for this? And how do, where do I get this? And what do you think about this? So we ended up just getting, so we have four, four hens and we just found a, a coop on Amazon that we built. It's nothing like crazy, like high quality sturdy, we'll say, but it's totally doable. And then we made an extension of a fenced-in area, just a little area for them to still graze on the grass, um, have extra room to roam because the little caged-in area is definitely not, like, it's not big enough. So, you you know, if you buy one of those little things, you want to still give them some area to still roam and graze and, and whatnot. So, uh, we just built that. It's It's nothing glamorous, honestly. I'll pro- I should just maybe share, I'll pr- probably in the email that goes out, I'll share a picture of what it looks like. It's nothing glamorous because um, this is not going to be, we're definitely not growing our home like we've talked about. So it's just to get us by, it keeps the hens in, um, and it works. So the kids love grabbing weeds or dandelion leaves or whatever and sitting there. It's so cute to catch them. I peek out and like, where are they? And I see them like squatted down by the by the chicken area and they're feeding the chickens through the fence. 
like these little weeds and nibbles and stuff. So it's it's pretty fun. And um, so these hens will probably lay come the fall. And I've done an episode if you want to learn more about um, just the different types of eggs that are out there on the market. Uh, just uh, what does, you know, what are regular eggs? And then what are K-tree? What is pasture-raised? What does the organic mean? What is... Um, yeah, all, all of those different uh, labels, what do they all mean? What is the best one to choose? Um, all, of, all of those kinds of things. And so, I mean, these are going to be, uh, we only have four hens. Be, so I'm, I'm buying them organic feed right now from Fleet Farm. There's also a mill nearby that I might rely on. Um, eventually, I just needed to get some stuff quick. And so I have some chicken starter feed Um, because they're still not fully mature so we'll finish that up and then I have like a a mature feed and so I just bought the little feeder container and a little water thing popped it in there and it's I mean it's so easy it's just like feeding a cat and like make sure they have food and water and you know all of that stuff and I lock them up every night I have a reminder on my phone to go out there at like eight o'clock and sometimes it's not till 8 30 but they typically know um, now that they're used to their home and their environment, they actually will go inside of the, the house around that time. So I don't have to do any work. There have been a couple times where they decided to, f- they, so I need to clip their wings so they don't fly. <laughs> don't worry, it doesn't hurt them. It's like clipping a fingernail. Um, I just have to figure out how to do this so they don't fly too high and get out. But they were perched all on top of the house. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are you guys all doing up here? They were like all lined up and they couldn't get down. And it was hilarious. It's It was one of those moments where I was like, I wish I had my phone so I could just video it because I didn't. Or I could just video it and then voice over like what the chickens were thinking or saying. Um, like a silly video because it was really hilarious because they didn't know how to get down. They were like sliding on the angled roof and they were like going back and forth, back and forth. And then one guy, one little, um, or girl, I should say, was nuzzling their head underneath the other one to like try and pick it up. Like, hey, hop on my back. I'll get us down together. And then that didn't work. So I had to go back inside and get my shoes on because I had to go in there and like try and grab them and bring them down. But um, most mostly they are all set to go in their coop by the time I need to go close them up. So it's really, it's it's so easy. It's not hard. You just let them out in the morning, put them away at night, make sure they have food and water. And wintertime, I guess, will be our next, that'll be our next um, questionable time. Like, we'll have to figure out how to keep them warm, how to keep their water from freezing. Um, You know, there's all those heating element things that we got to figure out. So right now, we're just going to enjoy the breeze that it is to take care of them. Um, They've got some shaded area. They've got some sunlight. So it's all just, I can feed them all the scraps. I tell the kids, you know, if you've got something like an apple or whatever, Titus threw like a peach in there that he didn't finish, um, watermelon rinds, they love that, and then, like, if I've had anything overgrown in my garden, like, lettuce, or something that was kind of bad, I just throw it in there, I give it to them, and it's great, and sure, I could throw it in my compost, so now I have another reason to give, um, our hens some really good quality stuff, and, um, so I'm super excited to finally, have access soon to our own eggs they should lay about an egg a day and that'll be fine four four hens will be plenty for us for now um you know we would I do hope to get more down the road uh and we'll just kind of 
see where it goes from here. So I don't know um, where you're at or what it would look like for you to have chickens or hens or if you ever thought about it. But just sharing our journey and our story, uh, it, it can be done imperfectly and just on a whim you know obviously we had been kind of keeping it on the back burner and just finally pulled the trigger and was like yeah let's do it um and loved that we had a local friend who um, hooked us up and has been a resource and my family that's been a resource and yeah so um what I found really fascinating was that I heard when you buy eggs from the store, they could be up to like 100 days old. Like just think of, just think about that. Like I, I think it said something like the farmer or the egg person, whatever you want to call them, um, the, they have 30 days to get them to the, um, like the, what do you call them? Goodness gracious, like the provider, <laughs> the company or whatever. And then that company has... 30 or so days to get it to the retailer and then I mean if they're shipping anything then it has to spend time on a truck getting to the stores so who knows how long that takes I mean so you could be getting 60 80 100 day old eggs and yeah and then you know if you're not getting high quality ones um you know pasture raised ones then I mean they're just depleted completely of nutrients um not that not completely. I won't say that. And, you know, everyone has to do what's best for them. So if you're making the choice of whether or not to buy eggs or to eat egg or to buy like the most expensive ones, like I'm not here to make you spend all your money on some eggs, but like eat the eggs, even if they're not always going to be the best ones. Um, but if you can invest in a few hens and a, f- a little bit, and feed them some good feed and all your scraps I mean it's pretty simple so stay tuned for (laughs) more um chicken learning and homesteading free advice (laughs) as we uh, venture into that so uh, we're looking forward to um, all that that comes with and the kids finally helped pick out some names you're probably wondering if we named them and yes we named them so I picked um, the pretty um, Americana, the golden one. I named Luna. And then one kid named one of them Sunflower, or Sunny for short. <laughs> and then Alex picked one is Hey Hey. That's the Turkin, and he actually has a funky neck. Um, and it's supposed to be that way. They might even lay like double yokers, like big eggs. So I'm excited to see what those look like. But, um, so that's Hey Hey. And that's from Moana. If you've ever seen that movie, that's one of my favorite, one of my favorite newer Disney movies. I'm not a huge Disney person these days. Just a lot of stuff that I'm not a super fan of or on board with. But, um, that is one of my, one of my top favorites, um, these days and so there's a chicken in there or a rooster or whatever that's like a crazy loopy chicken and uh, his name is hey hey so I thought that was very fitting I liked it a lot and then Titus he, his is ever changing one day it was Rosie and now it's crazy Lulu so right now it's crazy Lulu um, so that one might be the ever-changing chicken the ever name-changing t- chicken so um, anyway thought I would just give you guys a little life update on that a um, little bit of our 
mini homestead here of what we're we're doing. We're baking from scratch in the kitchen most of the things. We're growing food in the garden. We're learning how to can and preserve. We are, we've got an outdoor cat. We've got four hens that'll be laying soon. Um, yeah, we, we make sourdough bread and we don't have acres and acres of land. So these things can be done. And, and I hope that uh, I can encourage you and be a testament to showing you that you can make it work and happen with what you have. And I was just saying that like in one of my um, classes that I teach, a fitness class, and um, it was nearing the end and I was like, just keep going. Give me what you got. No matter what you have, just keep um, showing up and Oh, I just lost my train of thought. But like, um, yeah, work with what you got. That was it. Work with what you got. No matter what you have left, just work with it. No matter what energy, just work with what you have. Keep moving. We're almost there. So just work with what you have in the confines of where you live. You can get super resourceful. I've seen people homestead out of condo units and they use their porch. And then they like outsource to be able to garden maybe somewhere else that allows them to have some space to grow if they don't have access to that I mean there's like community gardens and things aren't there like I feel like I've seen those and heard of those so um yeah so stay tuned and thanks for tuning in this week and learning all about our chicken adventures so I will catch you guys on the next episode have a great week